0: Hi, this is Jonathan, a.k.a. Roadblock, and I play Jonathan the Match Muscular, the human wizard.
1: Hi, I'm Jules. I am the rock gnome Bernice Q. Birds.
2: Hi, this is John, a.k.a. That Film Guy. I'm going to be playing your half-orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks, who was, in fact, raised by wolves and is too enamored of ale, wine, and other intoxicants.
3: Hi, I'm Jack Edithil, and I'm playing Travancore, a half-elf archer and the viceroy of glenmar.
4: And I am Lauren, aka Obocrazy, your humble DM, and welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks. Ladies and gentlemen, last time on Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks, Leosian brings his friend Soria to the halfway home. She's having a problem and is being harassed by a group of thugs in town. The party asks around at several of the local inns and restaurants about Soria and end up sampling a lot of local pies. The party eventually arrives at Pyramid Head Tavern. They settle in and wait for the thugs to arrive and the party to start. Just as Soria begins to play, the thugs are identified, and after Jonathan suckers one into revealing himself, there is a brief fight. Carlton lops off some heads, Travancore uses apples in a unique way, and Bernie is short but intimidating. They run the ruffians out of the bar, saving the gig and Soria. She lets the party know about a farm nearby that's been overrun with kobolds and indicates that she thinks no one is better equipped to go kill bad guys than her new friends. And that's where we begin tonight. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks. I'm your DM, Lauren, aka OboCrazy. And tonight, I am going to be drinking some sparkling cider that I actually got at my wedding. So yay for wedding and sparkling cider. Carlton, what are you drinking and who are you playing?
2: Uh, I'm playing Carlton. <laughs> 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 but my I'm John, uh, and I'll be drinking Shiner, and then on deck I have the Oktoberfest. Carboc- Cop- so... Yeah.
4: On deck? You think you're going to need that much? <laughs> well, it's only two
2: beers, and I don't feel like having to run downstairs in the middle of the game to grab another one.
4: Fair enough. Uh, Travancore. Hi.
3: In real life, I'm known as Jack
4: Edithill, but
3: for tonight, I'll be playing the role of Travancore, the uh, the remember the division. He's like the Prince of Glenmar, I forget what it was, but uh, uh, Archer. <laughs> yeah, and I am drinking Corona. Tastes wow. like Wall Street College spring break
4: (laughs) and jonathan
0: i am jonathan also playing jonathan the magic muscular and i am drinking vodka and lemonade because i am basic as fuck
4: (laughs) (laughs) and bernie hi i'm
1: jules and i'm playing bernice q burns and right now i'm drinking blue moon because it's the only thing we've got in the house and water because i'm responsible (laughs) Yes. Out of a sorority cup um, that is from the tailgate we had to have as part of a national thing that makes all the chapters of our sorority have a tailgate where you don't have any alcohol.
4: So it is literally a cup that is telling you not to drink. Remember, kids, you don't need alcohol to have fun, but hey, it certainly helps. helps. Certainly, (laughs) but you do need dungeon.
0: Brief aside before we get into it, I was at a wedding uh, a couple weekends ago. And we kind of drank ourselves silly, and I was, to, I was talking to—I was talking to <laughs> one of our friends, and she was like, "Wait a minute, are you drinking while you're raiding?" And I'm like, "Yeah, a little bit." She's like, "Don't you need a week to recover?" I'm like, "Nah, I'm good." Plus, I have to drink now, so have to
4: drink. <laughs> you don't know, well, to. Yes. I mean, if you feel like you must.
0: hee
3: Well,
4: uh, it is the morning after you guys have saved Soria at the the tavern that she was playing at. And what would you like to do? Um, well, we got a farm with folk kobolds to kill. We you like did. That. So she she did tell you about some kobolds that she noticed at a farm. Uh, she marked it on your map. It's probably only about a mile outside of town. And you don't really know much else. She just basically said, you guys know how to kill things. Go that way. Let's it's go true. for a walk, guys.
3: We do know how to kill things.
1: Yo, Carlton, saddle up, man. Let's go.
0: All right, all right. Put the saddle on. <laughs> Make Bernie put saddle. Regulators, mount up.
4: <laughs> so you're just gonna head straight out of town? Well, wait, let's Is just check the kitchen
0: to see if there's any bacon and eggs. Or if there are any, if there are any inns or markets on the way, we will inquire as to the nature of their farming.
4: Okay. Uh, the market is actually along the way, and Travancore and Jonathan, you will recognize two of the the farmers out there with their set of apples for sale. And ah. in fact, they see Travancore and give him a nice grandmotherly wave, and the two of them are like, oh, did you enjoy your apples, dear?
3: They were wonderful. Thank you so much.
4: Good. Would you like some more? Um. Absolutely, yeah. I don't trust them. Get one for me. It's the size of my face. (laughs) How many would you like? And she grabs a little brown bag and starts to she remembers the last time and gets like starts to get a nice selection. Here's here's two reds, here's a green, here's one that's oh that's got a bruise, and she puts it back and Hey Bernie, does this kinda have a snow white vibe to you?
1: No man, that apple's the size of my face. I wanna eat it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me ask you this. What would the approval or the endorsement of the Viceroy of Glenmar mean to you?
4: The couple looks at each other for a moment and they look a little confused and look back at you and the, the older man says, I, I don't know what that is, but approval is always good. We can always use good word of mouth about our apples.
3: Well, I'm also an aspiring adventurer with a few adventures in the area to my name. So, what about this? Uh, do you think you could give us a few apples free of charge in exchange for that? We could, say, speak of the virtues of them and send traffic to uh, to your cart.
4: Oh my god, they're fucking apples! They cost like a silver! <laughs> I'm Commander Shepard and these are my favorite apples oh my on the god! Citadel.
3: Trying to build a brand here. Part of that is celebrity endorsements. You're basically promising a, pro- a good
2: Yelp review in exchange for free goods.
1: We know a guy who can draw real well. He'll make I a sign. Would,
0: I, I'm like, oh, hey, that's great. So about this farm, what sort of farming do they do out there?
4: Are you asking the couple? Yes. The couple says, well, we we farm apples, dearie. I thought that was kind of obvious.
0: So we're going to
4: their farm.
1: No, we're going to the other farm.
4: Right. That's the one I'm asking Oh, do about. you want to show the? You just said, so what about this farm? Yeah, uh, this you, farm do, that we're going out
0: to, that one that we have marked on our map, and I I say where it is to give okay. them an idea of what I mean is it a pot farm is it a another Do orchard
1: have, is it
4: fantasy pot is that real <laughs> It could be real Let's find out So they take a look on the map and the the gentleman looks a little confused but then the wife says oh no I think that's that's where Jacob farms isn't it Jacob's farm and the the husband Lights on. Oh, yes, I believe. Yes, that's uh, Lillian Jacob own that farm. I believe they mostly raise livestock. So it's less a farm, more a ranch. Well, they do a lot of different things, but mostly when they come to town, they actually bring their cows. Uh, But I haven't seen them in a couple of days. Have you, dear? And she says, oh, no, I haven't. But, you know, it's the wrong time of, of year for veal. Well,
0: veal sounds delicious, but let's, uh... So, were they mixed up in any kind of dealings or anything like that? Something that might get them in trouble? Such that they might go without talking to you guys for a few days?
4: Not that I could think of. I did see both of them and their kids a week ago at church, so I would think they're okay. Sometimes it gets very busy on, on a farm. And she gives you this look as though it's pretty obvious that she recognizes that while you are strong, you have never spent time on a farm. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) Like, like almost pats you on the head and says, yeah, farm life can be busy.
0: Is it, I guess my question is, since obviously I don't know, is it busy enough to go, is this normal?
4: For them not to be here for a week? Yes. I think so although and the, the husband says they're they're usually pretty devout i don't remember if they went to to the temple last week mm. but it is so you're telling several... me two
0: different he- things here you're telling me that it's normal but that the other hand you're telling me it's not normal but that's fine you are your minds are small as are your muscles but that's okay oh ah! Wow, <laughs> I I apologize no, for my friend. That, Clearly, he does not know much in the about farm life. Most charismatic way possible. I will even make a roll.
4: You can say things charismatically, but if you say if you talk smack to someone, that just means you are saying it with a smile.
0: I I know, <laughs> and I am rolling to see how big and awesome my smile is.
4: Roll, roll, roll me a persuasion check. Okay, so oh, a seven. Oof. Man. Uh, my charisma
0: is actually pretty high. I roll a 10. A
4: bag. Okay, wow. so with a 10, you've just told them that they're weak and puny, and what <laughs> they've heard is they're weak and puny. The wife actually stops putting apples into the bag and puts the one she had in her hand down and looks distressed for a moment. Oh,
0: oh. No, no, it's cool. No, it's cool. Hey, those are some great apples. Have a, have a GP. I toss him a gold piece.
3: I apologize for my the friend. He has sustained an injury recently.
4: They they kind of look at it, and you, and think about what you just said, and they're like, well, okay. And they look very confused. She puts a couple more apples in the bag, gives you like a, a, a good baker's dozen of apples, hands them over to Travancore, and says, is there anything else I can help you with? Nah, you've done great. Thanks, guys. Hey, she wasn't
3: talking oh, no, to you I'm, guys. I'm very bad. I apologize Please. again. My friend, the apples. <laughs> I apologize for my he friend. Also... He recently sustained an injury. He's not all back yet. So you got gonna... the
2: pretty birds.
4: Travancore, roll me a persuasion check.
3: Oh god! Wow, nine. <laughs>
4: oh, you all did right. worse than I did. He did do worse, but he said nicer things.
3: Yeah. So I can't build a brand and discuss business with these guys without you shitting all over it. But you can be a come off as a complete moron. That's fine. I say this aside, not out
2: loud. <laughs> I'm sorry, my friends here all are right. not as cultured as me. I flex my way out out of the out of the seat.
4: They give you kind of half-hearted waves, both. Very confused about that entire interaction, and you head out of town. We just, that's probably the best.
1: Give me one of them apples. (laughs) Apples are good. I didn't say anything offensive.
4: Hand it over. I
3: hand Bernice an apple.
4: You now have an apple. You have a face apple. (laughs) You have an apple the size of your. Face. Oh it's, yeah,
3: I handled the biggest apple no, like, in the, the bag.
4: Little
1: Cindy Lou Who, where the strawberries like that big, <laughs> and she's like I'm gonna eat this whole fucking thing. <laughs> Except I don't recall that from the original. Uh, the, I, the, <laughs> I
0: I think that's from the more modern version. All right, so we fast travel is... to the farm.
4: You fast travel to the farm, and by fast travel, I mean it takes you about an hour of walking to get to the location that's listed on the map. It is kind of a cloudy, overcast day. It's very, fairly dreary. It's not really raining, but everything's kind of damp and wet, and you're squishing along down the road. You find the turnoff that leads to the farm and the farmhouse in the distance, and you do notice that it's about a quarter of a mile off the road the actual farmstead and there is smoke coming out of the chimney would you like to just continue on yeah let's continue on Dude, although i s-
1: you guys think this is going to be one of those things where they actually raise and eat mm. people on this farm and that
4: feel <laughs> is just small if it's if it's
0: a people eating farm we will take we will take proper measures
4: this is not the walking dead i promise
0: to to be fair the walking dead was a people eating factory the farm true. was just full of more. I think we should sneak
4: this up. This is very true. Quietly. Um, um, all right. As as we're walking
0: up, I scan the horizon for for anything that might be out of sorts.
4: Great. Give me a perception check. I can
0: do that. I've got a feeling I'm going to pers- uh, perceive the fuck out of this. Okay. I've got a feeling it's a perception of 11. <laughs> can I
1: perceive what's up <laughs> No, I should perceive. I'm sitting on your head.
0: Hey, uh, Carlton. Carlton, what's your- Nope. Nope. What's <laughs> well, what's the, what's the <laughs> number associated with your
2: uh with your perception there? Look at the stars and the smoke and ooh, pretty flowers.
0: No, is it just one? Are you sure it's not like two?
2: No, it's th- it's uh it's uh, technically a five.
0: Oh, oh, well, that's not that's not that. Technically,
2: it'd be a five because well, I, you, you
0: I don't
4: think you plus can crit two wisdom
2: and then skill uh, checks proficient you, in perception. You can't
4: crit or crit fail skill checks but it is always good to know when you do. Right. Because I like to make them more fun. So you guys have kind of paused as you rounded the corner. You see the farmstead. You roll your perception checks. Give me all your numbers. Carlton?
3: Five. Travancore. Oh, God. Six.
4: Jonathan? Eleven. And Bernie? Twenty. (laughs) Well, it's because she's high up. up She's riding high. high.
2: (laughs) I reach up for a high five.
4: Just hold your hand. Yep, up. just hold my hand. Up. And she pats you on the head. You pause at the entranceway into this farmstead. The trees kind of go right up to where the farm is, so it's a little hard to see. You do see smoke coming out of the the chimney. Most of you, you notice the smoke, and you go, "Oh, they must be home." Bernie takes another moment and kind of scans the surrounding area. You notice there isn't a lot of sounds. Even a quarter mile out, approaching a fairly populous farmstead for livestock, you should be noticing cows, horses, chickens, pigs, something. You don't really notice very much. In fact, it's it's very quiet, and you catch as you then continue to move kind of down the dirt path towards the the farmhouse. You think you catch movement off to the right, kind of going around the back of the house, but you're not quite sure what it is
1: y'all it is too quiet,
2: but look how pretty like, it is,
1: yeah, but where are all the animals and like their smells and their noises i and their i, I trust
0: wood. I trust bernie's uh danger sense let's uh eyes up guardians, I mean adventurers
1: we're gonna get sued. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs>
4: congratulations this is
1: the very last episode of Dungeons Bye, and guys dragons and dragons and drugs. are these words
3: from another world
1: No, i'll I, um, be found I in uh, the modern equivalent debtor's prison i don't know none of us can afford that shit
3: i reach into my bag and i hand jonathan an apple and i say eat this you're being weird
4: <laughs> and he goes crunch 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 crunch
3: <laughs> do you eat it jonathan oh yeah do you want the oh, apple fuck
4: yeah you gave me that okay are you guys just going to continue, or would you like to do anything else before you continue? Would you like to? I would like to eat my apple as well. I cast okay. Mage Armor. Okay.
1: I'm, You guys, I just think there's somebody home, but it's probably not the right somebody if you catch my drift.
3: Gotcha. Maybe I, can I have my bow on the ready just in case? Absolutely. All right, I take out my bow. I unsheathe my axe. I take
1: out my mace, and I rest it gently atop Carlton's head.
3: Can you, like, do it over the shoulder?
2: At least I'm, I'm getting kind of a headache here. What about like some like proper country girl where I got to balance a mace on my head and stand up straight for the court
4: courtships?
1: You got to work on your posture anyway.
4: You continue down the path, maybe a little more wary. Uh, A couple of you are eating apples and you're kind (sniffs) of in the, the dirt as you troop through the mud and you get about uh, 20-25 feet away from the corner of the house basically the the dirt road leads out in front of the house and then curves around to where you can now see some buildings off in the distance that would house livestock it's a rather large farmstead it looks like to be two stories really well kept a nice wraparound porch along the front and it's just right up against the woods And from the back of the woods, you hear a snarl, something just horrifically deep-throated. And you look over, and there is a a creature standing there, uh, and it is not the dog. And we'll go ahead and roll initiative as I get this guy. Roll initiative! Jonathan. 22. Nice. Carlton? 14. And Bernie? and core, 15 and yay so from around the corner comes this blue bipedal lizard looking creature it Almost kind of looks like a small dragon. It's got scales. It's got this giant horn on the front of its face. Uh, it's got a really long tail that's lashing back and forth. It is the size of a small horse. It is it is huge. And it basically just comes charging right at you. But Jonathan, you get to go first. I magic missile it. Excellent. So roll your damage. Ten damage total. All right. So it comes around the corner snarling.
0: And I I, I back up.
4: All right, you back away from it? Yeah,
0: I, I shoot as I go back.
4: Pew, pew, pew! Okay, so it was about 25 feet away when it kind of rounded the corner, and you caught it there and then backed away a little bit. Uh, and it took all those right to its chest, and it just it just keeps charging. Travencore, looks like you are next.
3: I want to put an arrow in him, specifically in his eye. All right. So I rolled a four, plus six would be ten, I guess.
4: Okay, that unfortunately does not hit.
3: Ugh. Um, then I can I like back away a little bit you can also also. back
4: away so you kind of so Jonathan shoots off his magic missiles and backs away and you shoot off an arrow and it just kind of he's this this big giant thing is charging at you and you're a little off kilter and so it goes skidding off into the woods and you back away and then it is its turn Uh uh
2: question for it does it what kind of damage does it do
4: you don't know. We're
1: gonna find out.
4: Actually, Jonathan is gonna find out. What? Because he no, hit it. I'm not even at the front. It doesn't matter. It came around the corner and you made it go ouchie. And so it is charging at you.
0: So do these guys get attacks of opportunity or something? Because I'm behind my friends.
4: Uh, you both moved back, but no, it's it's entering your your field of of aggression so if he was to try to move past people but this point he's basically moved right up to you because i'm not lead scout so he's gonna try to bite you and that's gonna be a 12 versus your ac i definitely dodge out of the way very nice so it it comes charging at you it tries to to clamp down on you with these big horrible teeth and you just managed to dodge out of the way Uh, and 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 he
2: missed me by a mile you know, we went on this adventure. I didn't get to have any breakfast. I didn't get any apples. I'm kind of enraged right now. You didn't ask. I think I'm going to rage <laughs> I've out. I've gone
4: into a rage.
2: Uh, and I'm going to try to lop its head off with my great axe. I like this plan. 17. That hits. All right. It ro- uh, I hit for 12, but because I'm raging, when I make a melee weapon attack using strength, I gain a bonus to the damage roll that increases. So uh, another 2, so four, 14 total.
4: Awesome. All right, it... Uh, snarls and kind of yelps a little bit as you do that, and you lop off a a big chunk of kind of the side of its neck. And Bernie, it is your turn.
1: I'm gonna break his kneecaps.
4: All right, move on up and and roll your attack. Are you gonna actually whack it with your mace, or are you trying to do I'm one of your? I'm gonna whack
1: it with my mace.
4: You whack it, girl.
1: Um, that's a, a <laughs> phrasing. Mace. Is plus four to whatever I roll. Ah. Uh.
4: Rut row. Ah, uh, no, that does not hit.
1: I'm just gonna run under his body.
4: <laughs> it it's not quite tall enough for you to do that, but yeah, you like overhand swing, try to get its leg, and it it kind of just pulls that leg out of the way. Uh Jonathan, it is back to you. you Can st-
1: wait, I have some movement, right? Can I run away, roll like so I'm not under it? Literally f- under its feet? Can I like? do some rolling
4: not quite you've moved up to engage with it
1: but i wasn't that far away
4: you were not but you've moved up to engage with it so now you're engaging with it it would either take an entire action to disengage uh which you've already done your attack so you can't you have only moved about five feet if you would like to continue moving that's when it would get an attack of opportunity on you so you can either stay where you are or you can
1: stay right here and Pretend I'm a rock
0: Okay. Uh Jonathan, it is your turn. So my my PDF is damaged and I can't look at Acid Splash for some reason. It's blank.
4: I I can, so I can acid splash. I am you.
0: going to just firebolt its ass. Alright, I firebolt it.
4: Okay, make an attack. May
0: I'm making an attack. Okay, that was <laughs> uh eleven. I think I miss.
4: Uh you sadly do. So it's tight quarters. It's a little hard to throw off a firebolt just with this horrible thing snarling in your face, and you're trying to avoid hitting your friends, and it just lobs it over its head. All
0: right, and then I back up some more.
4: Then he is going to try to bite you as you move away. Oh, that was close. He's probably going to miss, though. That's Whoop. that's only a 10, so I'm assuming that misses. Oh, by a mile. All right, so he, he takes a snap at you as you try to move away, and you just dodge back. How far away do you want to go?
0: As far as I can. What's your movement? 25 feet, I think.
4: Then you can move 25 feet. You can get quite a bit away. All right, Travancore.
3: All right, will try the whole arrow thing again.
4: All right, do the whole arrow thing.
3: Ugh, 11.
4: 11 does not hit. Uh, you get a little distracted by seeing your magimuscular friend skitter back away from those clamping jaws, and the arrow just goes wild.
3: I toss Carlton an apple as a minor action.
4: <laughs> well, it's a free action. So, yeah, uh, Carlton, you have an apple headed towards your head. It is the monster's turn, it is turned to uh, follow the apple and the half orc that just grabbed it and it's going to try to bite you okay
2: so that would be piercing
4: it would be piercing damage and if how I could... long
2: does a turn order last
4: turns last for like 6 7 seconds okay. it's they're super quick does a 16 hit you
2: uh 16 matches my armor class
4: actually it's more than that it's, right, I, so then it it's hits. 21 i didn't i didn't add my it's 21 okay, sorry so that hits holy shit you can hit a 21 yeah, this Ow. this guy is, is nasty. He is nasty. I min-maxed. You're going to take eight piercing right, Well, damage. I have resistance
2: to piercing because I'm raging, so it's halved to four.
4: It is halved, so you take half. It is done, and it is your turn.
2: Axe, head, swing. Go for it. All right, well, the first roll was 17.
4: I'll take the first roll. Yes, that hits.
2: All right, and it hits for 15. Uh, plus two because I'm raging, so 17.
4: All right. It is super unhappy, and it makes that high-pitched whine again as your axe just cleaves back into it, the side of its shoulder that's now just bleeding profusely with this black, sticky blood. And it is Bernie's turn.
1: All right, we're going to do a take two on this whole, like, hitting it thing. All right. Well, there we go going to stay here underneath its tummy and just swing <laughs> yeah, my mace six...
4: around like an idiot. A six will not <laughs> You're hit. waggling your mace. Ah! <laughs> you may want to consider using some of your cantrips and using some of your spells. I should. You You that. are You are a, a, a cleric. Sometimes those work out a little better. Uh, speaking of mages, Jonathan, it's back around to you.
0: All right. Uh, from my safe position here, I attempt to... Firebolt his ass again. All right. Motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Apparently, I'm only going to hit with the attack that can't miss.
4: Apparently. Ne- uh, right. Nine does not hit. I, Once I again, I do a little are... dance. <laughs> it is not amused by your dancing. Uh, Travancore.
3: All right. We're going to try this arrow thing another time. <gasps> yes! 21!
4: Very nice. You definitely hit.
3: Sweet. Roll me some arrow damage. Damage. Nine.
4: Nice! Alright, you actually nail it in one of its eyes, and it, yes. it goes <laughs> and just spits into the air as you nail it in its, it, one of its eyes, and it is super pissed, and it is looking really, really hurt.
3: Oh boy. Guess who's attacking next? <laughs> and it is its turn. <laughs> yeah.
4: Half-blind, it would love to go for you, but all it can really see is... I'm still right here. Yeah, all it can really see is the, the giant half orc in its face so he's gonna once again try to bite you uh, and that's gonna be a 20 to hit that will hit three more uh piercing damage and then he's gonna swing around with his big tail
2: oh he's multi-attacking that son of a bitch
4: he's gonna try to whack you with his tail yeah he's he is super upset at you
2: Hey, he's missing hardcore.
4: uh however, he is half blind and half dead and with that natural one just completely fails. He is he tries to golf ball swing at your head and and almost trips over his own feet and it is your turn.
2: All right and this will be the last turn I have raging with the six second rule. So I'm going to try to finish off his head. okay Seven.
4: Ah uh, no. Did you actually roll a natural one?
2: Yeah.
4: Okay. So he tries to like do a quick turn and smack you with his tail and kind of trips over his feet and you see an opening and think, I'm just going to chop off its head. But between his kind of jerky, half blind, uncoordinated movement, and you just don't know where to put your ax. You just like nail your ax right into the dirt next to him. And it takes you an extra second to actually pull it out of the ground. Bernie, it is your turn.
1: So I'm going to light him on fire.
4: That okay. My
1: sacred flame cantrip, which uh, he needs to roll a...
4: Target must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 1d8 radiant damage. All right.
1: He's going to succeed. His blonde... He should have like negative dexterity right now.
4: Well, he's got a zero dexterity, but he did roll a 14, which probably saves.
1: Oh, wait, I have it. I do have it. I do have it. Hold on. It's a 12.
4: Okay. Then he beats it.
1: How does he manage to... just? Lay his ass out of the way, Just,
4: <laughs> Jonathan. It is your
0: turn. Uh, I try and firebolt him to finish him off. Okay, this has not classically worked well.
4: <laughs> Who knows? Maybe this is the time. Ten. That dice looks
0: cocked, but it,
4: it... <laughs> that that electronic dice right there, the it's one done, that It was like on bit. edge.
0: All right, but I uh, it uh, yeah.
4: Sadly, a ten does. I not can't hit.
0: fucking roll above a five.
4: He is just on his last legs and is using every ounce of energy left in it to dodge out of the way. Uh, Travancore, would you like to try?
3: Sure. Let's put another arrow in him.
0: Put another right. arrow in him. Ra, ra, rai. Shoot him in the eye. Ra, ra, ras! Shoot him in, Shoot the,
4: other in eye. the other eye. <laughs> 24. Hey, there's a hit. <laughs> a palpable hit. Roll me some damage.
3: We all work, use teamwork and the awesome power of apples. Nine damage.
4: As the fabulous Matt Mercer would say, how would you like to do this?
3: All right. So he's got another eye, right?
4: He does, at the moment, have one eye left.
3: I'm thinking, you know, it's time to put him out of his mystery. It's time to to send him into the darkness by putting it right through his other eye and into his brain.
4: Excellent. You draw back. You watch as this delicate dance is going on between your three teammates and this giant blue hell beast and just aim perfectly for that other eye intent on just putting this thing down like the dog that it's is that it is. And as it pierces the back of its brain, it lets out a, uh, and then it falls over dead. Yay. That does mean you guys get experience. Yay. Hooray. That is 450 XP total. You are now standing at the side of a farmhouse in front of a big blue scary dead creature. All right, let's move up yeah. and uh, see what's up. No one wants to investigate the, the big. I was like, scary. See what this I'm going to roll
1: is. a perception check, which is okay. something plus my something.
4: So, that you guys can be... roll a perception check. You can also roll a nature check if you'd like to try to figure out what this thing is, or in this case, was.
1: I think I'm going to go with that perception, perce- perceiving things, since nature's not really my strong suit. I like rocks.
4: Could I do an animal handling check? Uh, you are not trying to control this okay. thing, so no. Damn it, because I'm
0: proficient. At it's that. pretty easy to, to tame and control right now.
4: is <laughs> it's, it's super easy. You can you can control all right. it all. So you I will want. do
2: a perception.
4: Uh, I don't
1: perceive nothing. I got a
2: seven. I got seven.
4: a seven plus two.
2: Uh, so I rolled twenty,
0: not naturally.
4: Oh, okay. And Jonathan, did I miss your number?
0: No, I'm not. I'm not looking at it. I'm I'm wandering towards the uh, farmhouse.
4: Okay. So, uh, Travancore and Bernie, you're not exactly sure what it is. It kind of, it's it's a bright blue that is odd for some of the creatures you've seen in this area, and it's got scales and it kind of reminds you of a dragon, but a, a tiny one. And then Carlton comes up and he's like, "Well, this kind of looks like a." drake actually this looks like a a little dragon like a a young dragon but this thing is much more feral this thing is not you're not really familiar with what it'd be doing here but yeah kind of reminds you of a kind of a dragon type thing basically a a drake a small young dragon something super young
0: actually I I do have a question would it are these things associated with kobolds at all
4: well uh, roll me a history check
0: no problem.
2: Uh, from that chunk that I lopped off, I'd like to take some scales and I'd like to take a couple teeth.
4: Okay, roll me a nature check. Nature I rolled
2: that seven just now. Okay, nature is... So I don't think in- that was me. I rolled uh, nine.
4: Uh, you fail at grabbing the teeth every time you try to take off one of its fangs. It breaks in kind of this weird way. You go after the scales, and it takes a little while, but you manage to get us uh, one good scale. But I
2: lopped off a whole chunk. Can I just take the whole chunk?
4: Uh, you can, but do you have anything to put it in?
2: explore backpack. Also, like,
4: you can put it in there, but it's it's the scales that you get. Uh, besides the one that you've successfully kind of pried off carefully, the rest of them are chipped and cracked. Right, I'll just keep the have... pretty one. Yeah. Wait, are we rolling for pretty scales?
0: No, no, I was rolling a history check, and I rolled a 20.
4: Okay, you are pretty positive, actually, that Cobalt and this kind of drake are related. Cobalt's worship dragons and surround themselves with dragon paraphernalia, and now that Carlton has actually mentioned that he thinks it's some kind of drake and you've thought about the kobolds that you think might be in the area, you go, oh, I've heard of kobolds using, like, guard drakes in, in and around their campsites. The, these things are, they're, they kind of are dragon-like. They're, they're basically dragon dogs in, in a weird way. So, yeah, they, they definitely come along with the kobold package. Alright.
0: Sounds like there are indeed kobolds about.
1: Wait, does anybody need to put like a hand on their face and heal them?
2: I got hit for seven, so I could probably take a little bit more.
1: Uh I'm
4: about
2: halfway down.
4: You can also roll your hit dice. You you all get one hit dice that you can expend to heal yourself. Oh in that case. So. You
1: don't want me to touch your nose, boop
4: your nose and make it all bad. No,
2: I want you to save your spell for when we need it. Alright, I regained eight, so I'm back to full health.
4: Alright. You've, you've examined the body of the drake, you've spent about 15 minutes kind of prying scales and teeth off, and what would you like to do next?
0: Uh, I continue moving towards the farmhouse, and I'm like, again, I'm not lead scout. Let's get the meat shield yet, up here.
1: Hey, imagine muscular, if you're not lead scout, just shuffle on back here, homie. and uh, I grab
2: Bernie by the head and just plop her up into the saddle.
4: Are you heading to the front of the house or are you stopping? We're going to stop
2: like right outside range of the house where like, maybe like like, there's a shrubbery. Is there
0: tall grass or something like that? Yeah, tall grass. Or
1: bush.
4: Like a spice chest. Some shrubbery. The fight that you guys just had with the Drake was about 30 feet away from the side of the house you were approaching on in the trees. Uh, Basically the trees surrounding the sides and the back of the house the foliage here is not terribly thick. That's why there wasn't any kind of you no know, difficult terrain. And you're, you're pretty close to this side of the house. The wraparound porch kind of comes halfway and then leads to some stairs. There's some windows. And you can either approach this side. You can go the front, the back.
2: I want to go to the least conspicuous way.
1: We do a sneaking check.
4: Yeah, if you guys check. want to give me a stealth check and try to be stealthy, you did just have a massive fight with a g- giant guard drake and then pry scales off, so you haven't been the quietest, but you can definitely try to stealth at this point.
2: My stealth is 12.
4: I'm oh, not Bernie. stealthy, Hey, but I'm... you
2: on
0: top of me? Shut up.
4: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also You're making just...
2: too much noise. <laughs> oh, three, not very no, stealthy.
0: No, I, I I trip over like their pink flamingo lawn ornament.
2: Why is the giant or half-orc the stealthiest one so far? Because
0: you're so fucking naked. You're nude.
4: So we've got a one, a three, a three. And a 12. And a 12. Okay. So Jonathan goes, like, marching up to the front of the house. Bernie goes, wait, 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 wait. No. No, no, no. Sneaking. Everyone should sneak. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> and Carlton and, and Travancore is like, that sounds like an excellent idea. And Carlton says, this way. And so wh- where would you like to go?
2: Uh, I guess, do we want to go in the back door? Might
1: as well ring the goddamn doorbell. Like,
2: go around the backside to kind of see what's going on there. You want to go around? Ra- or do we just want to ru- run in through the front of the house? You want to go around the outside? Round the outside? Round the outside? Round the outside. Oh. Round the outside.
4: All right, you do your best to be as quiet as possible as you round the the backside of the house. You don't see a back entrance per se, but there's quite a lot of windows. This is, as I said, a two-story house, looks like a a fairly large ranch-style house. The bottom floor, judging by the windows that you can see without actually approaching any of the windows, there seems to be, there's five different windows on the, the ground floor on the back of the house, and... You can continue along the back. You can go along the side. Would you like to approach a window?
2: Do we want to take a peek?
4: Yeah,
0: let's take a peek in the window. Let's take a, let's take a peek.
1: Do we need to do yeah. perception or whatever?
4: Yeah, well, I'll take yourself from before, and then you're gonna you're just going up to like the first window you see? Yeah. Yes. Okay. You kind of sidle on up to it and peek on in. It looks like uh, from this area, you're kind of looking at the back of the kitchen, and you don't see anyone in specific, but you do see this is this is a fairly large kitchen. The next two windows actually encompasses this part of the, the house. It's obviously this kitchen is used to cook meals for the entire homestead. And judging by the size of it, this is probably supplying to all the, the farmhands and everybody that comes and works. It's huge. It's got pots and pans. And now that you kind of notice it. It's it's in a quite a bit of disarray. There are drawers and just stuff opened and lying out all over the place. Uh, The oven seems to be like hanging open by one hinge. The there's flour just spread all over the floor. It 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 looks like there was a fight in here or something, but you don't see anybody. Hey guys,
2: I think some shit went down. Can we fit
4: through the window? I can.
2: I probably cannot.
4: Uh, well, you try the window, and the window is locked. All but the windows if, are closed. If the window on... were
0: broken, could we could we fit through it?
4: Bernie could, could fit through no problem. Corn, Jonathan, it. it'd be a little bit of a squeeze depending on how many bits of jagged glass and stuff. Uh, Carlton would take quite a bit. These I am are... not
2: going through a window.
4: <laughs> he he would need a little bit more than just a regular size window to get through one of these. I'm a big motherfucker.
0: All right, let's go around to the the door and kick it in.
1: Wait, we don't want to break the window.
0: I can't fit through We're going if we if just, we send you in you may die. Let's not have you die. Wait, can I fit or no?
4: So you just heading around the front or do you want to do you want to keep going the way you were going around the back? Let's
0: Well, hold on.
3: Can I fit through the no hypothetically or no? Let's not split the party.
4: If the window was opened the everybody except Coralton could make it in without too much trouble. Is there
1: a door on the kitchen that we can see like an outside door All, most kitchens have?
4: Uh, not to the outside but you've only seen two sides of this house so far. There's an assumption there's a door around the front and you haven't been to the other side of the house. Let's take a look at the other side first.
1: Let's see if there's a back door.
4: There's not a back door. All right, let's head back to the front.
1: Let's knock the door in.
4: Okay, you head back the way you came. You approach the front of the house. It's got the nice white wraparound porch, and you go up a couple of stairs, the door is closed, and there's some big bay windows around the front, and I want you all to roll me perception checks.
2: Uh, 22.
4: A 9.
0: I'm perceptive as fuck. (laughs) I'm not. 2.
4: I am perceptive as fuck. 20. Alright, Trappancore and Bernie are enjoying the veranda. Carlton and Jonathan from inside the house, just as you're starting to climb the couple of stairs up onto the porch leading to the front doors, you hear raucous laughter from inside. But it doesn't sound human. It's it's this high-pitched... <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I want to check for traps.
4: Okay, roll me a perception check. And I encourage
0: everyone to look for traps. I will also okay. help you
4: look. I'll, I'll help look, too. Are you looking just... Are you just looking around? Are you checking the door? What yeah, you- we're
0: checking the door and the the landing.
4: I got a
1: seven. Can I cast detect magic?
0: <laughs> oh, God, another you
1: one? You can if you Which would like to. Follow me.
4: I'm going to
1: detect some fucking magic. Let's figure out how that one works.
4: Okay, so detect magic. You just cast it. Well, let's start with your trap checking. Give me those numbers again for traps.
2: Thirteen. Seven. Two.
0: Fourteen. To.
4: None of you really notice any traps. Everything seems to be like what you'd expect around the front of a a, a homestead. As you're looking, now that you're kind of being much more meticulous and looking for something that you'd imagine is a trap, you do notice that what at first seemed like a very pristine household and a very well-kept farmstead, the porch is actually kind of disgusting there seems to be garbage lying everywhere and you kind of have to move dirt and refuse aside to look for traps it's it's a little disgusting bernie detect magic uh, within 30 feet so you kind of close your eyes for a second and reach out with your mind don't sense anything magic it's a concentration spell up to ten minutes, so you can keep that going for quite a while. Let me know if you want to sense for anything else.
1: Okay, guys, wh- I got an idea. What if we pretend
2: we burn down
4: the house with everybody
2: in it?
1: That is Plan B. Let's save that. Let's save that for Let's Plan table B. Good that plan. One.
2: We'll, we'll bar the doors, doors and we'll burn down the house.
1: I have these pamphlets, and what if we just get them to come to the door? And I can just pretend to share with them the word of somebody's god. Maybe not mine. Was it Queen Bay? I can't remember, but it doesn't matter. We'll just make one up.
2: The goddess Kiyoshi?
1: You guys can, like, kind of hide off to the side, because you don't look very holy. And we'll just figure out who it is. I'll just knock on the door and ask them to convert.
4: Bernie, I will say that... Once Soria told you that she's pretty positive there were kobolds in this area, and with the confirmation of the guard drake that Jonathan saw, you actually know offhand you don't even have to roll for this. Unless you're coming around with pamphlets about the joys of worshipping dragons, these kobolds are not going to be that interested.
1: Oh man, I'm just, what dragon gods? Do I know any dragon gods? Uh, I would Smaug. love for you to roll me
4: a a religion check. <laughs> put away. I can that. think of something.
1: Religion is intelligence. That's great. I don't have any positive modifiers but i don't have any negative ones either anymore TML. Yes. wow well. <laughs> the god's favor me in this <laughs> so you as... can't hit for shit but at least i know jesus <laughs> <laughs>
3: tmat
1: <laughs> no someone
4: you know that kobolds will worship anything with scales that comes along they pretty much any dragon they can get anywhere near is a god to them But you also know that there are two main dragon gods in the Pantheon. There's, of course, Bahamut, who is the lawful platinum god, who not a lot of kobolds worship, as they tend to be on the chaotic evil side. There is also, of course, Tiamat. And she is the chaotic dragon of destruction and not someone you want to mess with.
1: I think, what do you guys, how do you guys think about We'll ring the doorbell. I'll pretend that I am a sister of the Order of Great Flame, of the goddess Tiamat, and I'm looking for converts. And if they have already converted, maybe some fellow... Donations? Donations. Donations is great. Let's take donations. And hey, I mean, like, if we start a fight, you know, whatever. But also, if they give me gold before we fight, we'd really need the money.
2: Okay, uh, while she's planning this, I'm going to go to the corner of the veranda and ready myself.
0: I'm going to go to the other corner and ready myself.
3: I am going to... um, Is there like a bush or something out there?
4: there's uh, a little bit of shrubbery like if you go down the stairs in front of the the wraparound porch there's some nice rose bushes kind of in front of the the porch you can kind of crouch down in the rose bushes it'll be uncomfortable because of thorns but you know yeah. he'll be will out feel of sight
1: strangely at home with his plant brethren <laughs> with his place <laughs>
3: <laughs> too soon does
2: one of the roses have a Bowtie on it.
3: All right. I got pretty good range. I mean, it's a, I have a ranged weapon, so is there like a tree or something I can hide behind a little further out?
4: Yeah, absolutely. With your yeah, range- Yeah, let me go out to the
3: trees and then just grab a, a nice line of I want a clear line of sight to the door.
4: There is a beautiful oak tree, not 25 feet in front of the where the porch ends. And with your range, you can easily see the front door and and hit anything that comes to it.
3: I go to the oak tree to share chlorophyll stories.
4: All right, so you're hiding behind the tree. Jonathan and Carlton are are positioned strategically on either side. Uh, just so you know, because this is a rather large house, you're you're pretty much like 50 feet in one direction, 50 feet in another to be around the corners. And Bernie is just going up to the front door, and are you just going to knock? I just
1: want to make sure Tia Matt's how it's... The thing that I remembered with my awesome role is Tia... Tia Matt. T- so,
4: yeah, let's knock on this door. Thanks for listening to Dungeons and & Dragons and & Drunks. Keep an eye out for the second half of this episode, coming soon. Meanwhile, follow us on Twitter, at Dungeon Drunks, or at our host podcast, at Glibshark, or www.glibshark.com. And see you next encounter!